This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. You f***ed up the script. You f***ed up the script. I didn't f*** up my part of the script. You expected that I did my job, and that was your fatal flaw, Sam. Okay, look, it's creating quality content either way, you know. Oh, are we keeping this? Oh, this is all staying in. Are we keeping this? Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Hey, we're talking Champions League this week because uh, we've been watching it pretty much nonstop the last couple of days. And um, I got to say, before we get into what teams have qualified and what teams have not, mm-hmm. are you watching that wraparound show that they have on uh, CBS All Access? The Galazzo, I believe is yes. what it's called. Yes, yes. I just can't get used to saying Galazzo. No, that's why I, I call I, it the wraparound <laughs> show. <laughs> there you go. I've watched it in, in spurts. Um, what do you think of it? You well, like I it? mean, I think the commentators aren't very good, but I yeah. like the idea that that you're following all the games at once and you're getting yes. all the big moments, all the goals. Um, and right. so if you haven't checked it out, you know, I recommend you check it out yeah. when we do these days where there's so many games. That's right. That's right. So um, we have, according to my records, um, and I think this is correct, that there are now 16 teams left, and four of them are German teams. You've got Bayern, you've got Dortmund, uh, Leipzig, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yep. Always in with the German teams, I know. You like your German teams. I do. Uh, We've got four Spanish teams, too. There's, um, let's see, you got Real Madrid, of course. Got Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, and Sevilla, right? Then we have three English teams. Got Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, three Italian teams. uh, Juventus, and Atlanta, and Lazio. And then then one French team, which is PSG. One Portuguese team, which is Porto. Yeah. So pretty good, pretty good mixture. I think there's only really a few surprises uh, that did not make it as we're as we're taping this. Uh, the Inter Milan game just ended, and they're yeah. out completely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they finished bottom of the group, so that was a a big shocker. So they're out of Europe completely. Yes. The other shocker happened yesterday, and that was yeah. Manchester United. Yeah, Which, that was a, that was a tough one. Yeah, I mean, if if you're ever going to use the five letter word beginning with C and ending in E, that was the biggest choke of all time. I hate to say it. <laughs> For all they, those Man, Man United fans, because all they needed to do was draw. Yeah, to say, don't concede. And yeah, they were from, they were top of the they were top of the division. I know. They had yeah. their their uh, future completely under their own control. That's right. They went from winning the group, potentially winning the group, to actually losing the group completely. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. They did yeah. get sent to uh, the Euro, 
league. So, you know, yeah, there's yeah. that. The, yeah, Thursdays will be great for them. Yeah, they've already they've already been declared as uh, favorites for the Europa League. So good luck to them. Um, like we mentioned before, I I always want English teams to do well. But, right. You know, and it's a shame that Man United, but uh, you know, one of those things. It happens. They gotta gotta regroup, sort themselves out a little bit. Uh, you know, also, uh, I, I thought Ajax uh, had a, a shot at going in the final 16. They they also lost. So, they, to me, that was another disappointment. At Salzburg, you know, coached by the American, right? Isn't so? Yes, yeah. Yeah, Jesse Marsh, yeah. So, that was also a disappointment there. They're going to the Euro League, too. But uh, yeah. you, you really can't complain about this group of 16 teams we have left. There's some no. powerhouses. Totally. Like you said, it's, you know, it's... It's almost a super league, you yeah. know, in some respects. So you've got those 16, 16 teams yeah. going there. I don't know what my wife's doing there. So <laughs> drop, dropping, dropping, <laughs> dropping things all over the place, but that's okay. That adds to the atmosphere. Exactly. We're at home, right? Yes. We're at home doing these things. Exactly. Just yeah. like the yeah. listeners. Yes. Um, but so the I've been thinking about the, the teams that are left, and, and it looks like the best teams all did at least win their brackets. So so yeah. you don't have a chance of this second round being nasty, nasty for one of these teams. Except for the fact there's a little team named Barcelona right. in that second second place pool. And then for those of you who don't know how they do this, I, I and I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think it's completely random, right? They put eight, the eight teams that finished in first in a basket, they put eight teams that finished in second in a basket and they randomly choose, correct? Pretty, pretty close. I mean, yeah. I mean, in terms of where they're at, I think they try, if I'm correct, there may be, they try not to pit the same countries against each other in the next round. But then after that, it opens up. Okay. But with that being said, I don't know how that's going to work because you've got so many from the same country. It seems right. like so. So yeah, I, but I believe that's what, what happens that that second, that, first round i guess you could say before they get to the quarterfinals the round of 16 the sweet 16 if you want to call it that um but uh yeah so you know a barcelona could be playing a psg you know potentially you know or or even a chelsea you know so those types of teams or Bayern, and that happened years ago or was it even last year exactly so no matter how you look at it barcelona is going to have have themselves against you know, a good team, you know, they're going to be playing anybody good. And that's going to probably be the, the, the best game of the round, to be fair. Now, also, Atletico Madrid is no slouch, and they're in that second-place pool. So they, right. could, they could go up against one of those teams, too. So there are lots of good stuff coming, and I think the draw for the round of 16 will take place on the 14th mm-hmm. of December. So uh, this drops, uh, on you know, this weekend. So, it, you know, next week's show, we'll know exactly who who plays who. Right, yeah, we'll find out. But it, it, was, it was great, lots of games. I don't know if you got to see the, the Barcelona-Juventus game. That was kind of cool. That might be, you never know, that could be the last time we see Ronaldo versus Messi. So that was kind of a nice game. I did see nice that. Game. And, yeah. and to me, the most exciting moment of that game was the goal scored by the American, Wes McKee. Yes, yeah. What, what a, a great goal. Volley. Yeah, that was pretty sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. I think I saw somebody saying that. Um, uh, I think, you, you know, Rob Stone, he does a lot of the yeah, Fox sure. 
and does that. He, he tweeted out. I thought it was a pretty good tweet. If I was a kid, that would be my. That would, he showed the picture of him bowling, and that would be a poster on my wall. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, that's that would be pretty cool when you look at it. So yeah, for those yeah. of you who didn't see it, he he jumped in the air and uh, volleyed the ball uh, yeah. while lit, while his body was you know uh, horizontal to the ground. Right, exactly. People were saying it's a bicycle kick, but it's not a no. bicycle kick. No, it's not. People get confused. It's 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 more like a tricycle. <laughs> it's a, no, it's like a unicycle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was doing when I was playing. They were more like tricycles or unicycles. I'd try to get up there, but it just never could happen after that. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it was a great goal. Very deserving. He's playing great, so I'm glad to see he's really starting to kind of come into his own and really excited for the future. And in fact, the USA plays a game tonight, actually on Wednesday evening. So they play El Salvador, but that's going to be mostly the the MLS players. So you're not going to see any of those European based players. Well, you know, actually, if you look at this Champions League, we've got uh, we got the American uh, on Chelsea, right? You got yep. Pulisic, you got Pulisic, uh, yeah. on Leipzig. Uh, is uh, Adams yep. right? Yep, that's right. Um, and uh, isn't there one I mentioned Gladbach too? I can't remember off the top of my head. Maybe not. I didn't see an American in the game. Um, but you know, there's at least three yep. American players yeah. in the Champions League. I, that's got to be a record. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, I mean, and they're and it's not like they're just making up the numbers. They're playing. They're big, right. Big parts of the team. Oh, on Bayern, uh, Richards on Bayern. Well, of course, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. So there's so four. yeah, yeah. So you've got players that are obviously big parts of these teams, and just great for American soccer. You know, when you look at it, yep, it's only going to enhance the national team, and that's exactly what we want. So that uh, that idea of soccer being the most that be you know we talk about this in coaching education when we teach the courses being the preeminent sport. We're getting closer. We're, We're getting, getting closer. There. Yeah, and for me, NFL season's over after this last week. So I'm, uh, that's right. That's, <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole show game. on. Could, could do a whole show on those guys. I know. My goodness. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about something else, though. And this is uh, you. You kind of offhandedly mentioned Super League in that first uh, segment. Yeah. Um, in the Financial Times this past week, or maybe two weeks ago, there was a long spread, maybe like a four-page spread about the potential of there actually being a super league. Mm -hmm. And this has been proposed over the years a couple of times. And it's always been proposed by, like, you know, the big teams, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like a, like a Bayern who's who's won eight, eight times in a row and PSG, you know, they really don't have that strong a competition. And it's usually teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid that want this. Am I wrong? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always the big clubs. There's no question about it. And I think um, this idea of a Super League, and I think they're looking at potentially trying to replace the Champions League. That's what they're trying to do. Um, and consequently, what would happen is they would have the top 18 teams, but not all of the true champions from all of the countries in Europe would be represented. I think they would basically pick and choose the big ones. <laughs> right. So it'd be yeah. England, Spain, yeah. Italy, France, and Germany. So that's where the 18 would get. They would get them from. And then within that 18, there's no relegation. 
Right. So it'd be it's it'd be a it's it's a bit like you know American sports t- leagues. You know that's actually why I think they compared it to it because you know if I'm an investor, I'm not going to want to spend all this money on a team that could potentially get relegated within a year. So they're going to stay in there. They know their money is going to be they're going to be making billions of billions of dollars with just this group planning kind of this almost like an NBA types type of a structure in terms of how they play their games and everybody plays each other. So And it's so doing know. destroying soccer as we know it. Because yeah. if they do this, it makes every country's league meaningless. Yeah. I mean who's gonna right. care if you win the Premier League if if, you know, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, and, you know, who uh, who else is not in the league at all? You're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's it, they'd be on their own. It'd be like a little island on their own. I don't, just to, I use this as a comparison, and it's, maybe this is kind of a, a weird one for, but maybe people might recognize. So I don't know if you follow much darts. It's a great English traditional sport. Yeah, I, I can't but, say I do. <laughs> but in the world world of darts, they had they had this two. They had a group. It was basically the big one. They have the World Darts Championship, and actually, the World Darts Championship goes on around Christmas time. It's massively popular in England. Wow! But this kind of happened. They, there was a group of players that kind of went off and did their own thing, and they created their own league, so to speak. But you still have this other world championship as well, so it's really kind of who do you follow? You've got a world champion that really isn't a world champion because not all the best players are in it, and then you have the other group. So it would be a bit like this yeah. in the fact that you would have true champions, and then you would have other champions uh, playing against the, themselves, the really true, true best of the best <laughs> yeah, against. See, I I'm, I just go on record as saying I do not want this to happen. I mean, I really yeah. don't because I I like the the uh, I mean it, it's part of the country. It's part of every one of these countries. Their league is, you know, it's like going and and taking away baseball from a town. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. It, suddenly, the Cubs are a minor league team. You know, that's yes. not. You can't do that. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Anyway, that's that's my feeling on that. Uh, it's another comparison would be like the uh, the Indy cars for a while there. You know, the Indy five hundred that was the big thing. The Indy car yeah. had their league that was the premier event. Then they broke off into these other this other league, and uh, the Indy car didn't mean as much anymore. The you know that's the actual right. Indy five hundred, which has ruined that race. I mean, people still go, but it's just not the same thing anymore. I, I, I tell you what, we have covered so many sports in the first <laughs> 10 minutes. We're not just a soccer show. We are everything else. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. People are getting their bang for their buck here. They we're are. Covering the world. We're covering darts, IndyCar, baseball. Yeah. And I guarantee football. you this is the only podcast on this entire network that is talking about darts. Guarantee exactly it. Right. <laughs> All absolutely. right. Let's find out what's happening on the pitch instead premier league football what's happening on the pitch okay so despite all this uh champions league super league talk there's still a premier league um and uh this was a very big week at the premier league because we actually got fans back in the in the uh, stadiums at least a few a few thousand great 
yeah, it was just great to see a couple of thousand at the games. Um, not all of them could uh, have fans. It just depended on what tier they was at in terms of the mitigation and how well they were dealing with COVID, obviously. Right. But uh, I, it was great to see 2,000 fans at the Chelsea game. And then uh, Liverpool as well had the had the fans as well. Yes. They were right behind. So it was, it was West interesting. Ham. I, West Ham had Yeah, West fans. Ham. Exactly. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know how the social distancing was going. <laughs> uh, not so was, well from what I was seeing. I was a little concerned about that. And then people's masks seem to be falling off their face quite regularly. Yeah, no. Uh, so I'm a little think bit worried about that. They really haven't quite gotten it down yet. If anything, it's, it shows you that we still got a ways to go. However, yeah. you know, in England now there is uh, a vaccine. And it's, yeah. it's starting up this week. And so, you know, who knows? Maybe right. by the and end I, of this season. Yeah, exactly. And and to be fair, I know that all of the people had to go through quite a bit of testing Just before they were there. even allowed to get in. So, yeah. I mean, we joke about it, but there was quite a, an extensive amount of stuff that they had to go through in terms of getting tested. If I remember... There was a couple of things that they had to do. I'm just actually looking it up now. Well, they yeah, were, they were, their temperature was tested. Te- and they, exactly, they, yeah. Yeah, they had to have a negative test, I believe, or prove that they had. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. right. There was all these – one of the safety measures here like this, strict enforcement of social distancing. Really? <laughs> I don't know if that was really ha- happening. But they, they – but, The security but they guards were, were distancing. From- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going anywhere near these guys. Exactly. exactly. But wow. they did have questionnaires. They had um, – uh, oh, I like this one. They had to avoid excessive singing, shouting, and hugging. Yeah, right. That did not happen either. <laughs> the first thing they did was the singing. Uh, but, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. So I don't know how that how that all worked out, but it, it's it was it was interesting to say the least. But I'm glad that we had fans. Yes. It worked out great, and there was it was the atmosphere. You could you could tell, and even a lot of the players were were even saying how great it was even though there's only 2000 it was still it felt like a game yeah that was the great thing about it yeah and you know that so now as we go into this uh, what are we uh, heading into week 12 of the season um the top of the table starting to look a little more normal i mean it's tottenham still up there uh liverpool chelsea leicester city man city man U. that's your top six that's pretty non-surprising that those are your top six yeah yeah, exactly. You know, and Man United and Man City have both got a game in hand. They had big wins over the weekend, so they're right. starting to creep up. If they get their games, you're going to have pretty much the traditional top six. The only team that's not in that top six is is Arsenal, which is traditionally not, obviously, which is traditionally there in that group. And Arsenal is broken, as far as yeah. I can tell. I mean, they're they're in 15th place right now, and they look like a 15th place team. They they really do. I was I was listening to people and they're saying they're talking about relegation. I mean, I mean, you hate to say that. And there's always the classic, oh, they're too good to get relegated. <laughs> but what? I mean, they've lost three of their last six games, so yeah. they're struggling. Um, they're not in good shape, and uh, obviously, lots of issues off the field, on the field. Um, yeah, I mean, they they. they there's a lot of a lot of things to concern for sure. Have you ever watched the uh, the Arsenal fan channel? The, I have seen that a few times. Yes. Oh my god! I was watching it this past weekend. Oh, 
It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I mean, these guys are like four guys in the studio and they're watching yeah. the game and commenting yeah. on it. And there, I don't believe there was one moment in that uh, hour and a half where somebody was not swearing. And I yeah, mean, I like, know. like a string of words that don't go together, <laughs> you know, right. but all of them are filthy. They are yes. mad. They are so mad. I can see that. I can. I can definitely see that because they're so used to being up there. And and the worst thing about it for an Arsenal fan, Tottenham Hotspur are top of the table. I know. So that's got to just absolutely exactly just got to be eating them. Absolutely eating them. Yes. You know. And so that that's probably been the most frustrating part of it. But yeah, they've got to sort things out. Um, you know, a lot of people are trying to give Arteta. Oh, he needs time. He needs to bring his players in. Yeah. Well, he did yeah. bring in one of his players, and he, you know he 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 was starting to walk off the field, and that's when Tottenham scored their second goal. So I know. It, I know. it it makes it difficult for them in terms of what they need to do to to get up the table. So I don't know if they're going to get into Europe. They're going to struggle. So they've done well in the Europa League. So hopefully that might be their way into it. Right. Into it, the Champions League. So their performance has been an abomination. But there is one thing that was a bigger abomination this past weekend and um i don't even know if i can talk about it without getting upset okay um that is the the man you kits the uh <laughs> the tiger print uh ridiculous worst uniforms in the history of mankind they were horrible they, it, yeah. I pictured like Anne Margaret and Joey Heatherton and Nancy Sinatra dancing go-go style with leather boots up to their up to their thighs. It, it, it is without question the worst uniforms ever. Do never wear them again, please. I, uh, you know, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, it's it's unbelievable that they're getting away with it. In fact, there's a picture, I'll have to post it onto our Twitter account, of the actual full kit. They've actually changed things around. They actually had the black and white stripes on the shorts (laughs) and the socks. I saw that. So they actually made it better by just having plain black shorts. So they're just going with this ugly-looking shirt. Oh, my God. It's awful. Who who is behind this what are they thinking you know is is that is somebody's wife designing this what's going on yeah i don't know what they were thinking when they came up with that kit you're absolutely right it's it's pretty rough to see it Uh, really is yeah well i hope hope they don't wear them very often that's all i gotta say um, free kicks is brought to you by the illinois youth soccer association adam did you know that Yes, I did. And Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975. Illinois Youth Soccer has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is one of Illinois' largest youth sports organizations with approximately 95,000 players, coaches, and referees. Go to www.illinoisyouthsoccer.org for more information. Okay. We've got a lot more show left. We're going to pick this week's uh, games. We'll... Guess the Premier League star. We've got Adam's TV tip. All that is uh, up right after this. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A partying Hungarian politician. A town in Austria with an unfortunate name. The 12 teen days of Christmas. COVID loopholes. And Rick's brush with Larry King. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. 
Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, a tiny Peel P50 that didn't sell at auction, plus another one of our famous lists. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. Let's uh, let's pick some games. Rick and, Rick, and Adam. Rick and Adam pick the scores. Well, big one. We've got the Derby. We've got the Manchester yes. Derby. Man, Man U versus Man City. This we're playing at uh, Man U. What is your pick for that game? Yeah, you've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's probably feeling the heat a little bit after going out of Europe. Although they seem to be the comeback kings in in each of these games, but yeah. I think Manchester City. Other team, they're starting to kind of move into that next gear. They're looking smooth. They've got Kevin De Bruyne kind of playing well. So I'm going with a Manchester City win, 3-1. Okay, I've got him winning it 3-2. to two. But, yeah. uh, you know, that could save his job if they beat Man City. That could be a big, yeah. that could be a big game. So you never know. Uh, we've got Everton at home versus Chelsea. Blue on blue. That's right. Um all I can see is a Chelsea victory. They're playing well, lots of confidence. Kind of just went through the motions there this week in the Champions League because they'd already won the group, so that was nice. And uh, so uh, they're, they're playing really well. The players are, are kind of pushing each other. Pulisic got on the net, got scored one last week, which yeah. was great to see. And uh, I'm predicting a comfortable 2 nothing victory at Goodison Park. I'm p- predicting a 2-1 to one victory for Chelsea, so... We're on the same okay. wavelength so far. Crystal Palace at home against top of the table Tottenham. Yeah. South London versus North London. So good London derby. I feel this is why I've been looking at this. I think Tottenham are going to struggle against some of the lesser teams. So I'm going to predict this is going to be a 1-1 draw. Okay. Well, I've got it at 1-0 for Tottenham. But uh, I think we can guarantee there won't be a lot of goals that's uh, yes exactly that's... exactly yeah i think both teams are wanting to defend and yep. it might not be a game they might just stand against right. might stand next to each other and just look at each other yeah it might be nil nil uh, you know <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me all right so yeah. we've got fulham at home fulham has had a couple of good performances and uh, they're up against liverpool wah, wah, wah. Uh, yeah Exactly. I mean, yeah, Fulham are right there. They, they kind of pushed themselves out of the bottom three, um, obviously doing some really nice things. And, and they've been able to score some goals. I think they've done a pretty nice job with some of the lone players that they brought in. Um, but really, I mean, it's going to be a really tough ask for them to try to get anything against Liverpool. So I'm going with a, a 2 nil win for Liverpool. And I've got it as a 3 nil win. Mm-hmm. Arsenal at home against Burnley. So now we're talking about uh, two of the lower tables. Yes. I mean, could I don't think – I mean, Arsenal has enough points. They're a little bit out of the bottom group. but uh, And I don't think they'll fall into the bottom three if anything poor happens. But Burnley would definitely sneak out if they get a victory. So I don't see Burnley winning, but I don't see Arsenal winning either. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. And I'm actually picking Burnley to win this game, two to one. Ooh. That's uh, that's how I'm feeling about Arsenal these days. Yeah. All right, it is time for your favorite part of the show. 
time now to guess the Premier League star. All right, this guy's a star. I promise. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. As long as they're stars, we're okay. He's a he's twenty seven years old. So he's, you know, right in the prime of his career. He's a midfielder. He has played uh, attacking mid and also defensive mid. He's considered a playmaker type. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I didn't realize this until I did research on this, but he played in the youth academy of his current Premier League team, even though he's not from England. Mm. So that I found okay. that interesting. He has played professionally in two countries, neither of which are his home country. He's played in England and Italy. All right, I think I have a. I think I've got a a, a clue on this one. Really? Just then, I think you gave it away when you said about the uh, the fact that he played for the academy, and in fact, his coach at that time, I believe, was his current manager. So I'm going to go with. Mr. Paul Pogba. That is right. Yes. Very good. <clears throat> so you knew that. I, I obviously did not know that that he played for the <laughs> academy there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think uh, what ended up, it was a big deal because Man United obviously had him and then right. they sold him. That was Fergie sold him. Right. I think there was a, you know, kind of a strange thing, but there was a little bit of an attitude problem with Paul. I think what? there was some issues. Him and Ferg. What? Yeah, I know. It's kind of hard to, <laughs> kind of hard to, kind of imagine. But I don't think him and uh, Sir Alex Ferguson got on too well. There. Oh, I, that's really hard to believe. They seem like the same type of person, really. Bit of a shocker, but it, it seems like it seemed like it worked out. I mean, he left, came back, signed a lucrative contract he's getting paid three i think three hundred fifty four hundred thousand dollars a week so yeah, i think he's doing bad. okay and it's you know okay. actually after the world cup in 2018 when you know he was part of that winning team for the french team he was granted the highest honor in his country they gave him the knight of the legion of honor which is an award founded uh, by napoleon bonaparte so it's wow. it, it's like the knighthood in uh in england yeah, that's impressive. So, yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, congratulations. And if I guess everybody else who knows about the uh, Academy would have guessed that also. <laughs> but I did not. Well, you never so. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. All right, it's time for this portion of the show. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right, I think I know what you're going to say, but let's let's hear it anyway. Yeah, as much as I wanted to say Arsenal versus Burnley as the, <laughs> as the game that I'm going to be watching, I don't know if I am. Or the Tottenham versus Crystal Palace, yeah. I think that's going to be there. But uh, I think there's really only one, and I'm I'm a, I'm a you know I'm always going to pick the derbies. I love the derbies. Who yes. doesn't love a derby? And so uh, I think everybody's going to be sitting down watching, eating their bacon sandwiches. Manchester United versus Manchester City. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday, 11.30. Uh, I believe that's NBC, but you never know. It could be on Peacock. I don't know. Just, they keep moving things around and everything changes. Last week, I think all the games were on Peacock that were on Sunday, which, yeah. was, which was tough. But it's okay. Man United, Man City, definitely worth a watch. And, and remember, for those of you eating your bacon sandwiches, don't forget the brown sauce. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. 
All right, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White is a community not-for-profit club providing soccer for kids of all ages in and around the Mount Prospect area. Led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org for more information. And, you know, be sure to tell your friends about the show. If you're a fan of the Premier League, you're not going to get a show around here that discusses it more than this one. You can find us on Spotify. Go to opishows.com. Wherever you find podcasts, search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Don't even f- Think about saying hi to me. No, don't even say hi. Don't even nod your head and acknowledge me because I will kill you. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. This week on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we interview perhaps one of the most dreamy stars from the 1970s. You know him, you love him, he was in Starsky and Hutch, he was in Fiddler on the Roof. We're talking, of course, about Paul Michael Glazer. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, an Pie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com.